That's Benjamin Hastings with Seasons here on Victory 91.5. And that's uh, kind of fitting because <laughs> we're <laughs> talking about the, the change that comes uh, with Passover. And we're diving into this story. And, uh, man, that, you know, the Lord does that with our music sometimes, leads us into things. Now, you said he, uh, you went to bed early, you didn't get to see that big old Passover moon last night. Right, right? yeah, I, I didn't go to bed early, but I was doing things in the house that I didn't think to even go out and so work. Long, but, yeah. long before it was nighttime, this big full moon was, a uh, brand new moon was there, because it's a change of season, it really is. Yeah. It's a brand new month, uh, 14 days technically into the month now, and so you have this just full bright moon, mm -hmm. it's still bright this morning Woke up. And it's the first month of the Jewish calendar. It is. Isn't yeah. that amazing? We're, yeah. we're in our fourth month. They're just starting right yeah, now. Yeah, that's right. So, next up, Passover. You think of it as a, it's a meal, right? That's, yeah. that's what Passover is, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, well, maybe just a little bit more. Part of what we do on this uh, this radio station is as these seasons come and uh, with the Jewish feasts, uh, they arrive. The Bible doesn't call them Jewish feasts. It calls them biblical feasts, mm -hmm. or even more properly, the feasts of the Lord or right. the feasts of Jehovah. So if God is your God, if you serve Jesus, if you love Jesus, this is what he's told you to do. And, and by the way, this isn't going to end when he returns and we have a new heavens and a new earth, this continues on. So right. it's, I, I just think it's just a good thing to learn and discover to, uh, what is what is it he wants you to do and why? Yeah. Like what, what's the deal? What's the deal with this meal? What is mm -hmm. this about? <laughs> I mean, if, if all things, if this is what God asks you to do, uh, and he's asking you to do it, not because you're Jewish, but because you're a follower of his, well, then there's probably a good reason to dig in there and see what all is what's going on. And that's just what I've done all my life is, yeah. is to kind of dig in to say, God, so what is it you're saying? So, you know, the whole Passover story, the going back into Egypt, going back for the Exodus, there's plagues and death of the first Passover in Egypt. That's 3,500 years ago. That was just a shadow, a glimpse of the real Passover that would be about 1,500 years later in Jerusalem on the Mount of Olives, just above the temple area, on the way to Bethany, where Jesus would travel back and forth when he was in the area, is for Jesus to find Passover in a most beautiful way. One of my favorite spots, I think a lot of people love this little spot in, in Jerusalem, but uh, every time you go, you kind of stop here and you look over Jerusalem, for a good reason. He's looking down in Jerusalem, down where the temple area would have been, and he refers to this verse from Isaiah 31, like birds hovering overhead, the Lord Almighty, or Jehovah Shavuot, will shield Jerusalem. He will shield it and deliver it. He will pass over it and will rescue it. Hmm. All right, so why would we look at that passage? Well, because he's looking down over Jerusalem. And this Passover word, Pesach, is what, how you pronounce it in Hebrew. Pesach literally means to protect or to shield hmm. with wings like a mother bird, her young to spare someone, to, to give them immunity from calamity. That's the real definitions of the word itself. So Matthew 23 says this, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you, how often I've longed to, this is Jesus, gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. Mm. So to paraphrase him, how often I've longed to be your Passover to hold you close, to be your champion. See, Passover is an encounter with Jesus. He longs to pull us in, close yeah. to his heart. We've got to learn 
certainly people eventually have got to learn that this is his idea. <laughs> Jesus longs to eat this meal with you tonight. Luke 22, when the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table, and he said to them, I have eagerly desired or longed to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. Mm. There are only two times Jesus longed for anything in Scripture. He wants to be your Passover, to hold you close. He wants to eat it with you and hear you testify about him. You can continue to neglect it here on earth, but he just told you he will be eating it with you in heaven on Passover. He'll be waiting at your table tonight. So your response is up to you, whether you have a meal with him tonight or not. Mm. There's three celebrations in one. Passover is when you taste and see that he is good. Every food points to him on the cross. It'll blow your mind. The Feast of First Fruits is resurrection of Jesus and all the saints in Hades. So technically speaking, if you're a Christian, it's your birthday. (laughs) The Feast of Unleavened Bread is seven days of not eating any yeast, which represents a holy walk with him. So for the Jews and for those who observe it, and I always observe the Feast of Unleavened Bread, very important. And, of course, my old diet is bread. So this next week I've got to <laughs> revamp everything because no bread. Uh, our sin is removed on the cross, but we must live the Christian life. That's what this week is about, of the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Therefore, keep the feast not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. It's a week of focusing on yourself to just ask yourself, am I true? Am I sincere? Mm. So Check your heart. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. A Passover Seder includes a lot of teaching with a very interactive meal attached. Everything on the table that you see, taste, or touch is all about Jesus from first to last. It's history, it's past, it's present, it's future. It's what God has been doing since the beginning of time. Anything that changes everything is important. Yeah. Let me say that again. Anything that changes everything by definition, it's important. Hmm. 5,782 years ago, the creation of Adam and Eve occurred in the fall of the year. The month would come to be called Tishrei. The sixth day was called Rosh Hashanah, the head of the year. The word Tishrei means to begin, and you will forgive. Both speak of the Garden of Eden. It was the beginning of everything. About 3,500 years ago, when the Passover in Egypt with uh, Moses occurred in what would come to be called the month of Nisan, it literally changed time and the calendar. Jehovah said to Moses and Aaron in Egypt, this month is to be for you the first month, the first month of your year. That's Exodus 12. Now, it seems so strange for 2,500 years since creation, the new year had begun on the date God had made man in the fall. But suddenly, as Israel was being set free from bondage in Egypt, In the spring of the year, God established Passover on the 14th day of Nisan, the month that would become a second beginning to each year. What? How do we keep track of this? (laughs) It really wouldn't make a lot of sense for about 1,500 years, 2,000 years ago for us. The death and resurrection of Jesus as the Passover sacrifice on Passover evening literally changed time and the calendar. To every Christian, it makes perfect sense because we have two birthdays. Once when we're born... Once when we're born again at the cross. Wow. See, in Genesis 1, when God created time, it was night and then day. So a Jewish calendar date begins the night before. For instance, today, Friday, April 15th, it's the 14th day of the month of Nisan. Nothing confusing there. Which is the first <laughs> month of the Jewish year. All right, so here we are. Our 
Uh, let's see, it's our 15th day of the fourth month. They're on their 14th day of the first month. At nightfall tonight, the 15th day of Nisan will begin and continue all day Saturday until it ends at nightfall Saturday night when the 16th day begins. This day from from tonight until that night, that'll be Passover. In Egypt, God commanded that the Paschal lambs were to be slain and cooked on the afternoon of the 14th of Nisan, which is today. And the Passover Seder meal was to be held that night as the calendar flipped to the 15th which began the seven-day Feast of Unleavened Bread. So once again, today, just for clarity's sake, today's the day would have been a Thursday, but today's the day when Jesus would have been crucified. Right. They would have killed the Paschal lambs in Egypt and the, on Passover and the celebration of Passover. They killed the lambs today from mm. 3 o'clock to 9 o'clock. They eat the Passover meal in the evening time. He would be in the grave for the first on that Thursday night, which in, in our case would be tonight. 